It's a little extra Lambo podcast coming to you from the palatial podcast studios right here, Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing out there today in podcast land? Hope you're having a great Friday. It is beautiful here this morning. It's kind of brisk, but uh, we got out of those hundred degree days. We got, and I'm going to whine just, just a little bit, just a little bit. We got out of those, those 700 degree days. It was so, it was so brutal. You got three rows down in Texas going, fuck you, Lambo. They had like 800 in a row. I don't even, I don't, I don't think they're out of them yet. I think he's still living in 100 degree weather. But we've been mid 70s. It's been great. Uh, cool everything off. And uh, we've been able to get on with our lives instead of melting every time we go outside. Today's podcast, we have on um, Chris Barber, the head, the face, the leader, the organizer of the uh, Canadian Trucker Convoy. We talked about the fundraiser that they just had to help with his legal expenses. Um, was able to raise a raise a ton of money for that. Not even close to what he needs, but it was it was a gr- good chunk of money that will go to his legal expenses. We talked about the seven indictable charges. Now, several of these charges, they should have just been slap on the hands. You know, hey, don't do that again. But because it's Trudeau, he wants to make an example of Chris. They got all seven charges up to indictable offenses, which means uh, federal jail time, which means, you know, bunch of bunch of classifications. And, and he goes over that in the podcast. So seven indictable charges. Plus, on top of that, civil charges it's a class action lawsuit that was brought against him and the other the other truckers 400 million dollars in damages yeah yeah let that one sink in 400 million dollars in damages because some snowflake liberal fucking canadians up there didn't like what they were doing you know protesting you know heaven forbid but yet but yet you know, BLM, but yet Antifa, they can go up there and burn down cities and set fires and fight police and do all that stuff. That's completely fine. They're not going to go after them, but they will go after the trucker convoy because heaven forbid <laughs> they fight for our, our, our freedoms and not having to have mandates pushed against us. Come after me. I dare you. Uh, we talked about Tamara Litch. Um, this is the other side of this, the organization. Uh, tremendous woman. Hopefully I can get her onto the podcast as well. She's not allowed to talk to anybody right now. She's not allowed to have social media right now. So that's the that's the hiccup for getting her onto the show. She has a book out called Hold the Line. It's by Tamara Litch. I will put it in the prologue of the show. It's a book. It's on Amazon. You can get it. All of the proceeds from her book go to her legal expenses as well. Um, Chris, get the bigredmerch.ca. You can get hats and hoodies and shirts and stickers and air fresheners. Um, bunch of stuff on there. Go ahead, uh, bigredmerch.ca. It is in my link tree if you just want to go straight there or else it will be in the prologue of the show. And you can help both of them out. Um, they need as much help as we can get. I asked him, how is this trial going to start? How is it going to start? How's it, you know, what's it looking like? They should at least give you, you know, a heads up of what, what to expect. And it's going to start off by them watching TikTok. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, right? They're going to go through his TikTok videos. I hope that they don't go through and edit and splice and put this with this and this with this and make it look as absolutely as horrible as they could hopefully they hit play and they just let it all and they'll see the good they'll see the gathering they'll see the protesting they'll see the respect they'll see every time the officers asked them to move they moved they complied with every order that was given to them they complied they moved and then this is now still happening because they went against trudeau and trudeau has little man syndrome he's going to show him he's going to puff his chest big old peacock and make an example of Chris. I hope that this he falls flat on his face, this Trudeau, this Trudeau tyrant. We talked about the Canadian corruption. We talked about the media corruption. We talked about how it's state-run, that Trudeau and his cronies can tell the news organizations exactly what to say, and they say it. As we know in Canada from our previous shows, media is the only one that can transfer news they're the only one that can spread news you can't do it on social media as a citizen of canada you can't put it out there the facebook instagram twitter 
uh, TikTok. You can't spread news on these social media platforms. It has to come from the state-run medias. An absolute joke, Trudeau. And then we talked about the good that came from the the convoy. We talked about people who were uh, on their last moments of life, right? They were ready to pull the trigger. They were ready to step off the bridge. They were ready to do whatever. And the trucker convoy brought them back to earth. They they kept them on this on this earth to be with us, and there was it was good that came from this. So hopefully all that gets heard in court. Hopefully they they get a fair trial, and hopefully this all gets tossed out and the judge gives the middle finger to Trudeau. That is what should happen. Um, again, hold the line, Tamara Litch. It'll be on Amazon. I will put the link in the prologue, and then BigRedMerch.ca. Check that out. It's also on my link tree. You can go there and uh, help support their their legal expenses. I'm not going to do a separate commercial. I'm not going to do it, but I am going to tell you all about the sponsor of today's show. It is Trenaut.com. Get on there. Get on the website, Trenaut.com backslash Sinmin, C-I-N-M-I-N, and you can see all of the amazing products that they have. Get the glow. Get the nourish. The glow is the advanced type 1 collagen with the superfood antioxide. The Nourish is the probiotic meal replacement that helps with gut health and nutrition. They have the combo packs. They've got a bunch of stuff on there to help you live a more healthier life. Uh, message Sinman85 on Instagram or email Sinman03 at gmail.com. Again, trenant.com backslash Sinman. Get on there. Check out those products. Tell them a little extra Lambo sent you. Also, LTD, Longhorn Tactical and Defense, ltddefense.shop. Get on there, get all of your combat needs. You need a helmet, you need a plate carrier, you need armored plates, you need magazine holders, you need whatever for self-defense. Everything that you could think of, get on this website, ltdefense.shop. Again, they have the ReadyWise meals. They have the individual packets that you can just carry with you in your go bags, mixed with water. It's like a MRE-style food. Mix it all up. It's fabulous. Um, you can get the individual packets or the buckets. They have water. They have all sorts of stuff. Get on there. Check it out. Tell them a little extra Lambo sent you. Uh, there is a code also for... Um, for 5% off your first order, message me and I will give that to you. LTD, Longhorn Tactical and Defense, ltdefense.shop. And that will take you right there. So, without further ado, I am going to bring on Chris Barber. And I hope you enjoy the show. Remember, check out the book, Hold the Line by Tamara Litch, and then BigRedMerch.ca. I was uh, I was talking with Kim, and we had I don't know we we probably talked for about an hour while while we were setting everything up up for her. Um, she said that you were able to to help her in Cranbrook, help dealing with her with her dad's stuff. Did you was that a was mm-hmm. that a nice little vacation for you, or was that just I'm helping out a friend? This is work. We're in. We're out down the road. Yeah, it was pretty much in, yeah, I had so much stuff going on. My daughter, I took my daughter to pick up and we drove up to Cranbrook with the gooseneck and loaded the trailer load of stuff for her and hauled it up. She's about four or five hours north of where I live. So we, yeah, she's done so much stuff for for me, right, with the website and with the marketing. So all the all the stuff that she's done, I think that's the least I could do is, is give her a hand and go out there and haul some stuff home for her. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and I had talked about coming up to help as well because I I crossed the border pretty pretty frequently. And that weekend, I can't remember what I had going on, but we had we had something going on. I wasn't able to get up there. Oh, oh, I know what it was. We were up at the we were up at the property, um, helping my my friends bought a piece of property where we're building houses and sheds on there, or not sheds, little oh. cabins. So that was the day that they were moving supplies and stuff up there. So that's. That was one of the reasons I wasn't up there. Well, so 
So what part of Washington are you in then? We're in we're in eastern Washington. We're right on we're in Spokane, so we're right on the Idaho oh, border. But then the property is up north oh. in Diamond Lake, which is pretty close to the same thing, the Idaho border up there. So it's a nice slow nice little getaway. I literally have I have a truck going right by you in about another two hours from now. A truck just picked up a piece of equipment outside of Seattle and he's taking it up to one of my lease operators. <laughs> okay. Today's the one of these days I'll make it down there. Maybe after trial and all the bullshit that we have to go through for the fall of hell here, and then I'll be able to start trucking again and go make some miles. There you go. Yeah, that's how, that's how you make money. Keep the tires moving. You do that. You yep. get down here. I'll buy you dinner. You let me know when you're oh, close. For sure. Absolutely. She uh, she also said you had a uh, an auction. Was it an auction or just a fundraiser for your for your legal expenses? Yeah, we had a fundraiser at home, hometown crowd on Saturday. And it went extremely well. Like just there was about five hundred people that showed up for our little small town and everybody was pretty really, really, really supportive and yeah, we I think it makes me it makes me sleep quite a bit easier knowing what we're going into right now. So what is new from the last time that we've talked legal wise? Do you have we knew about the mischief charges from last time, the conspiracy to, I don't know, explain what you're, what you're dealing with. So the seven indictable offenses, what they've done mischief, um, counseling to commit mischief. We've got uh, intimidation of a peace officer and then there's counseling charges on top of that. And then going against the court order, I actually have two counts against that for going against the court order as well as the counseling order on that too so they've taken what they usually call a summary offense which mischief is usually slap on the wrist fine probation that sort of thing they've turned it indictable so just like a murder charge or murder charge and uh and they're trying to seek jail term now like two to ten years in federal prison so there's there's the criminal aspect of what we're facing right now and then there's also the civil aspect of what we're facing the civil access is 400 million dollars in lawsuits from Ottawa citizens. There's a small group of people that are suing the truckers and $400 million is what they're seeking, which is the largest class action lawsuit in Canadian history. And guess whose names are at the top of the list because my last name starts with B. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to guess that's you. <laughs> yeah, there was nobody else with an E in the alphabet for, for people. So. <laughs> what a, what a bummer. <laughs> What a bummer. Mm. That's all right. That's all right. Just, just keep my it coming. Lawyer, my, my hometown lawyer, she laughed. She said, did you know like your name is going to go down on history books for this? For this, Because it's literally Chris Barber versus Zexy Lee or the person that's suing us from Ottawa. So she was like, like legal, legal law will be written with your name right there for the rest of you know time, Chris. It'll be, you know, I don't think I realize... I'm like, well, I just want my name off of it. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I'm good. That's kind of a dubious stat right there. You're like, <laughs> it is. Oh, goodness. Yep. Um, Tamara, how is Tamara doing? How is she holding up? She is. A, she's just a, a, a dynamite stick. She's so strong, and there's a lot of power behind her punch. So she's good. She's very. She's looking forward to this too. Um, uh, you, to, you say looking forward to, and, and I'm assuming it's the more trial. of the aspect, aspect of let's just hurry up and get this going so that we can figure out what the next yep. step is, what throat punches are being thrown at us. I, I was, when I was talking to Kim, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like you're waiting in the waiting room for lab results to come back. Just give it to me already instead of waiting. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the time when you're waiting for the doctor to phone after the lab results. You know, you've taken, you've given the blood. So now, you know, trial is is basically starting September fifth and ending November second right now for mischief for, for these charges. So is it all of the charges, or is it just one charge at yep. a time? Well, it's going to be all the charges at the same time, apparently, and it's. We're co-accused, so we're tried together in the same courtroom. So I'll get to this lady that I haven't been able to have contact with without legal representation for the last 18, 19 months. I can actually now sit beside in the courtroom, apparently. So it should be interesting. Um, I, I talked to Monique Leal. Do you know who that is? She's one of the lawyers in Ottawa. 
Uh, no, she is a independent journalist up there in Canada. She was up there uh, when you were there in, in Ottawa for the convoy. Oh, yeah. She was yep. there for four weeks. Says it was it yep, was peaceful. She, was she saw everything that happened. She kind of gave us a breakdown of through her eyes of what she had seen and is in is in complete disbelief that you are having to go through this. Except for the fact that yeah. it's the it's the the punishment from Trudeau. Yes, and we we learned that earlier on, and and through different back channels, that this is Trudeau's exact words to somebody within cabinet or somebody within his inner circle was, "He wants us to pay for what we did to his government." His exact words, and of course, you can't prove that was said. That's just hearsay. But that's that would explain a lot of what's going on right now and what we're facing. You know, you went against the tyrant, and this is what tyrants do, right? They, they put the people down, the ones that stand up. How much support are you still getting from the other truckers that were there with you? Are they involved in any of this, or is it the focus pretty much on you? No, no, there's a lot of truckers that are still facing legal troubles right now, and, and now that uh, they're all, all our trial dates are getting pretty close. We're going to start focusing more on fundraising for some of them, too. You know. Um, there's there's quite a few that were still there when we had our fundraiser in our hometown here on Saturday night. I'd asked everybody in the in the crowd that was you know active or or in participation in Ottawa to please stand up, and there was a number like the room was full of people. Whether you're a truck driver, you know, a citizen in a pickup truck, just wanting to hear your you know and make your voice heard, um, there the room was full of active active people that were in Ottawa. So it's a really awesome feeling to look out and see. I think there's 500 people in the room, and and uh, it was just very, very humbling, very awesome to see. What are the other drivers getting charged with? Same, same thing, or is it are theirs same less thing. because they're not Chris Barber? So a lot of the guys, their trial is going to last three days, and it's usually anywhere from one to three counts of mischief um, or going into court order, but uh, nobody is seeking the time in, in trial, like what Tamara and I are, are are basically two months in trial compared to these guys in three days. So the, the punishment is in the process, is what the, some of the lawyers have explained to me. <laughs> Can you, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? means they tie you up in court the punishment you know is in the process in the court system up here and just how long it takes to do anything you know that's if they get no if they get an acquittal out of it at the end of the end of the trial you know we've just wasted two months of our lives you know trying to defend ourselves and hundreds of thousands of dollars Um, so the punishment is in the process i keep i've had several conversations about um about you me having you on the show and what's what's going on and it's i i keep going back to the money aspect of things that trudeau is trying to make this go as absolutely long as possible so that he can just milk you dry just take as much money as he can just bleed you bleed you bleed you and then to the point where either a he knows that he's got you you're broke as shit or you give up well, there's something that you should know know about me. I'm I'm a pretty tough, thick, thick skin man. And when you realize that you're, you know, you're gonna, you could give everything that you've ever worked for for a cause, and you feel good about it, then all of a sudden that doesn't seem to bother you anymore. You know, but said you can come after me and you can tear me to pieces, but I'll make damn sure that my children and my family are well looked after, and uh, you can do whatever you want to me, but you're not going to break me, and I will not give in, and I will fight to the bitter end. Is your family doing good? Are they worried at all about what's going to happen, or are they just glad you're home for right you now? You know, my wife is going to do her best to try and help and, and participate in trial. It'd be nothing better than to have her on my arm walking into court every morning. We're still working through whether that's going to be a possibility or not. She's she's she has a job here, so um, she works she works in the school division with a special needs kid, and. Uh, so we're not quite sure yet if that's going to happen, if she'll be able to take a lead from that or not. My uh, son has stepped up. He is 20 years old, and he is now dispatching the company and uh, looking after all the customer phone calls. And I'm pretty much walked away from my phone. My daughter was gonna was gonna start her new role. She graduated this spring from high school, and uh, she was gonna become an educational assistant this fall. 
and she's since told me here now that she's going to take a leave from that for a year and she's going to do the books, uh, the paperwork, the billing and the piloting for our, for our oversized load hauling while, while we spend the winter in Ottawa here defending these charges. So I can't be prouder of my children, my wife, my family for, you know, like we're, we're a tough family unit and they've stepped up tenfold and, uh, we, we got this, Lambo, we got this. Good. Good. It sounds like it sounds like they're they're getting mentally ready for you not being there, and and being able to keep a successful company running. I think they they're it sounds like they're stepping into their roles nicely. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It's really nice to see some young adults stepping up to the plate, and you know I I guarantee you I'm putting a lot to my kids too because of this. But they're they're up for the challenge. What is the the trial process? going to be like or what what is it going to look like for you when you when you get there on day one you know i'm 48 years old i've never been in a courtroom i've never never i have no idea what to expect with all this so it's going to be we're literally the month of september we'll be basically watching my tiktok and social media videos is, is the key evidence against us going forward i guess so would you uh not really sure how to or what to expect or, or how it's going to go. It's going to be crazy, though. I can tell you that did, it'll be pretty interesting. I can sit there and watch myself. <laughs> did they get that information from you, or did they have to go through TikTok to get that? So they've got. Uh, I noticed in disclosure, they've got three social media people that are actually testifying against us: um, Facebook employees, TikTok employees, and uh, Twitter employees. Apparently. They're gonna. They would have used all my social media, anything that was available to the public, and screenshots and videos saved. And they went into my social media history and, and found everything that they can find again. Uh, they were looking at the same shit I was looking at. I didn't see anything wrong. <laughs> well, that's been the fun of it. My daughter has been helping me the last couple of days. You know, they're gonna use all the TikToks and said. Uh, you know, anything, you know, the government this and the government that, but but none of the good TikToks. So my daughter spent the last number of days going through my, my old videos from Ottawa and picking out a numerous amount of times where I said, peace, we respect law enforcement, we work with law enforcement, we make sure emergency lanes are open, you know, sirens or flashing lights are top priority to obey. You know, how many times did I say that during any of the videos? I did? Almost, you know, twice a day throughout the whole you know, protests. So I'm not sure where they're getting this, this negative. They, what they wanted was us. They wanted the freedom convoy to be there January 6th, right? That's what, 100%. that's what Trudeau wanted. Yeah. They were pushing for that narrative. They pushed as hard as they could to try and escalate some sort of violence so they could, you know, no different than they did in, in, uh, in Washington DC back in, in January. You know, we still have people in prison right now that have not been charged for that. Isn't that something? It, it's I, you know all about a, a tyrannical leader for your country, but that is yep. that that's a that's a that's tyranny right there. It is. We, we have uh, the four boys, and I, I don't understand why we've got four boys from the Coots protest, the the Coots border protest, back at the same time as the the Ottawa protest, that are still in jail to this day. They've been charged with conspiracy to commit murder against law enforcement, I believe it is. There's been no bail hearings. There's been nothing. They've been like 540 days. Some of them have been in isolation cells for 22 hours a day. Um, like they will get their next hearing for a bail on November 9th, and we will be we'll be through our trial already. It's wow. I don't know why more people aren't angry or stepping up or protesting. I mean, this is. <laughs> supposed to be our country canada yeah you have you have freedom of speech just like we do you have a lot of the same rights that that we do here your news is now being affected you can't have news being put out on social media which this is you know in in this situation having the 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 ties connected to the convoy to what is going on with your court dates is kind of important for public perception this is not going to be though? able to, you know, to get out there. Trudeau's done that, and, and most basic dictatorships is what do they do? They affect the news. They use the news as a propaganda. 
And uh, this is exactly what they've done now. They've cut out outside news sources. So we've even heard that they were trying to limit access to Fox News in Canada because Fox News wasn't necessarily on the government side up here. That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, they were one of the biggest supporters of the of the Freedom Convoy, Fox News. We were on there a lot of the shows repeatedly. And, uh, yeah, it was it was it's really sad when Canadians could find a fair news source in uh, the United States and they can in their own country, right? You know what I find funny is that they did cover the convoy in in Canada very well. It was on a when they compared the minutes from what they what they showed to the rest of the other news broadcasts. But then when it comes to the um, the American side for the trucker convoy to Washington D.C., they barely yeah, talked about silence. it. I find that I find that very yep. weird. It really makes you wonder who's controlling who, doesn't it? That one really caught me off guard too. And then the way they you know dismantled their guy right of Tucker Carlson, which in my opinion Tucker is one of the most you know, the best, the best news sources you could find. I listen to Tucker on a regular basis and they just, they got rid of him. So it makes you wonder how thick that, uh, and now he's doing better than he was at, was at Fox. So that plan backfired if they were trying to punish him. But, you know, a part of me thinks that was, that was trying to send a message to scare everybody else. But then they see the Megan Kelly's, the Tucker Carlson's, they're doing so much better, on their own, the 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 Dan Banginos, yep. same thing. Yes, yeah, they basically pulled the Bud Light, is what they did, right? What is the what is the support coming from the people? Is there, are you getting messages and stuff from the people pulling for you? You know, outside of the 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 fundraiser that you just had, just normal everyday Non-stop. people. <clears throat> It is uh, it is a constant uh, a job to to keep monitoring social media messages and uh, just wading through the thousands of people that send messages on a regular basis with support and love and you know anything they can do to help this drive when we take off from uh, from our hometown in Saskatchewan here next like next Friday not this Friday but the next, the following Friday there is people all across there's. 2,200 miles that we're going to travel on our way for trial and every mile of that we'll have somebody there that wants us to stop and and have a visit, have a hug, have a have a meal, have a, anything. It's overwhelming to see the amount of support that we've got across Canada here. It's so amazing. Are you going to use social media from the moment you leave to the point that you get there to talk to the people? to get your, your message out of what you're dealing with or just kind of create like a, maybe like a diary on your way across. We can, there's uh yeah, that's a good idea. I uh, use my social media for that. I've been pretty quiet on social media the last little while here, just because it's been so busy trying to prepare for this mentally and, and physically with the yard prep. And basically like you're leaving home here in a couple in another week and a half and you're coming back after trial in winter. Um, so usually people will be able to keep up on social media. I'll keep people posted as we go. Um, my TikTok account is one of the big ones that they'll be watching on. So that's important to keep everybody abreast on it. I said to somebody else before, could you imagine what life would be like right now if, if we just came home and went completely silent after the convoy? People wouldn't know where we're at and what we're still facing to this day. And a lot of people to this day are still surprised if they don't know what's been happening the last while. A lot of people thought this was dead and gone. This is just over with and we, everybody moved on, but it's not, it's a reality that we're still living. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, shame on your, on your local news, on your regional news for not getting those types of stories. It's not, it's not a needle mover, so they don't care. You're exactly right there. And it doesn't go against the narrative that the government wants to portray right now too, right? Yeah, correct. I, I would assume that your local news and and regional news are going to be better. I, I know here in Spokane, we get they try to be Seattle as much as they can, and it's it's sickening because they're all about the national news. Seattle wants to be the national right. news so bad, and Spokane wants to be – Seattle so bad. So you can see that and you can see the <laughs> manipulation tactics that they use, especially on social media, like on, on Facebook. 
it is it, it's you've got to really sift through and find out who those news people are that you feel are being honest with you if if the person yeah. is able to do that and I, I i think a lot of the the country north america in general has walked away from mainstream media like we don't i know i don't watch we've gotten rid of our, our dish network or or whatever direct tv or or local satellites we, we're putting on the internet based tv we watch more at the end of the day we'll We'll watch a movie on Netflix or, or Prime or that. We don't sit down and watch the, We I was raised that way. You'd sit down for supper every night and you'd listen to the local you know, broadcast of your news. And then you get the national headlines for the next half hour after that. And we do that as a family. People don't do that anymore because I don't think people trust mainstream media anymore. They've lied to us for so long. you know. And uh, I think people are aware of it now. There's still your sleepyheads out there that watch it and believe it. But, you know, like, guys like you and I, we're waking up to this. Chris, I'm going to bring up what it was like watching TV back when I was growing up in the great state of Montana. But first, I'm going to bring up Kit Ryder 22, her cousin, uh, and the company EatWorks. EatWorks.com. You can get the two protein power-packed bars, bacon cheeseburger bars, jalapeno pepperoni pizza bars. I tried the bacon cheeseburger I made the video, amazing reviews. I keep getting messages. How do I get that? You go to eatworkswrx.com. You order it. I ordered mine today. I ordered a box of the bacon cheeseburger. I ordered a box of the jalapeno pepperoni pizza. They are phenomenal. They are also veteran owned and operated. If you go on to eatworks.com, wrx.com, and in the top left corner, you'll see the three little notches. Click on that, and it'll go, it'll, you'll see our works story, and that'll tell you exactly how they came up with it. It is military veterans who were, while in service, were eating, were eating the, the protein-packed power bars along with the protein powder drinks, and it got old after a while. They needed something new. They wanted something better, something fresher. They wanted to give back to their military brother and sisters who were going through the same thing that they were. So what did they do? They put their brains together and said, wait a second, I love eating. I love eating bacon cheeseburgers. I love eating pepperoni pizzas. Why don't we make them into a power bar? And they'll tell you all about how that happened. Get on to eatworks.com. They have a sample pack that you can order. If you just want to buy the two and try them out, go ahead and order it. And then go back and order the case just like I did, and I'm waiting for them to come in so I can start handing them out and get other people to taste exactly what I had. Eatworks.com. If it works for us, it'll works for you. When I grew up, we had three channels. And if there was a storm <laughs> over Great Falls, Montana, we could get that fourth channel. But when they say if the president was on, they're on all of those channels. I grew up in the middle of a wheat field. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally Lambo living in the middle of a wheat field right now. The, the deck that I'm sitting on right now on the front of my farmhouse here is surrounded by wheat fields. There is no trees in sight in uh, God's country. So, yeah, Amen to that. We had to worry about the snakes that one of the things we had, we had growing up, we had, we had snakes that'd be under the, under the deck and you go out there and the ones that are underneath there, they start rattling. Right. And it's like, well, shit, you're making a break to the truck (laughs) or else you get back inside. And we had, my dad drove truck coast to coast. And so he was, he wasn't home during the summertime. He was out driving. So my mom would be out with the neighbor lady throwing rakes and shovels at these snakes and then they would start climbing up the house side of the house so it opened really? up the window and they'd there i remember one staring at me so the other neighbor <laughs> came over with a gun and started wow. shooting snakes but man oh man snakes and dogs and railroad trains you just like yeah northern montana i've uh dealt with a couple of hutterian colonies on uh, harlem Great Falls in that area there too. They talk quite regularly about the amount of rattlesnakes and the dens that they have around there. It's something we don't have in central rural Saskatchewan here. We have garter snakes and we have what we call bull snakes, which I don't know if you know if you have bull snakes down there or not. Do you? I don't think so. I'm. I don't care what snake it is. I'm gone. So I don't, I don't <laughs> stick too. around. I don't stick around enough to understand yeah, what no. snake it is. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, bull snake is bull snake. Basically, looks like a rattlesnake. 
you know, basically without the rattle on the end or without the venom, they'll still bite you. But uh, I, I run, you and me will, will agree on that one too. I run like a little baby. My wife like, she likes to say I'll run like a little girl. <laughs> My best friend, uh, he had one of those yellow, uh, I, I think it's like a boa constructor, I think is what it was, but it was one of those yellow ones that mm-hmm. you see. And I didn't know he had it. And he let it out as I'm coming in. So I'm, I run downstairs. I go to put my bags in the guest room. And this snake is in the middle of the floor. I swear to God, I elevated through the basement window or the basement floor into the kitchen and was out the door. I'm like, there's a snake down. I was freaking out. He's laughing his ass off because he knows I don't like snakes. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Salamanders, that was good. We were out. We were out exploring the countryside on our sidebook back here last weekend, and it must have been just after the rain or before rain. The humidity level was high, and we had salamanders, like the little green salamanders, all over the roads. Everywhere you look, there was a salamander. See, I can handle those slimy little buggers, but the snake, I'm, I'm gone. What have you done? Um, you were just talking about about traveling. What have you done? Have you been able to get out and travel? Have you been mostly working this entire time, or have you been spending quality time with the family? You know, vacationing, being relaxed. What have you been? What have you been up to? So work has been extremely busy the last while. As you know, we're in agriculture hauling. We do pretty much every level of of hauling through the agriculture industry, from the factories to the fields to the yards. So it's been. It's been extremely busy. We've been a busy year. Uh, my wife and I were able to just take the last couple. We've been home for a week now, I guess, back to work. But we took a little bit of a holiday. We took the camper out into British Columbia. We've seen some mountains, sat on some lakesides, did some off-road side-by-siding and, and relaxing. It never seemed like it was long enough. And we just needed that break before we start this fall of, you know, sitting in a courtroom, I guess. So we did get a break. It wasn't long enough. but. Uh, yeah, it was definitely good to get away. Do you I'm do hoping any, next year I'll be a little bit better for time. Do you do any fishing at all? We do. I, uh, I've got fishing rods in the camper. However, we didn't even have a chance to use them this year. We just, just, just the way it worked out for traveling and where we were sitting. We did lots of golfing, so that was uh, that was definitely fun. No, I said, what would you do that was relaxing? Golfing for me, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, as long as it has a golf cart and a golf, you know, beer cart that follows you around, I'm, I'm good with golfing. If there's no no beer or no golf cart, then you're not going to see Chris on the golf course. It's it, <laughs> golf. Golf is that love hate. My dad loves golfing, so and I and I like being out there on the course too. I like golfing, but I can have a I can have somebody throw a fastball 90 miles an hour at me, and I can hit it anywhere I want on the field. <laughs> but that little one inch little dimply ball sitting on a tee, I can't hit straight to save my life. And that's infuriating to me. So my wife is the one that has the scorecard and tries to keep score and see what she does and what she can do better. I don't. I just, I hit the ball and I, we always do this rivalry back and forth with, we think that we're going to keep score the whole time and she's going to, I'll kick her butt in golf. But the truth is that I never do kick her butt in golf and I end up giving up on the scorekeeping about halfway through. She's won already anyway, so I might as well just accept that fact. I asked you if you if you fish at all because I would love to get up into uh, Elko. I think it's Elko. Um, Elko, Elko Alberta. BC, yep. Yeah, BC. BC. <clears throat> nope. Um, British Columbia, yep. Yeah. And I, I want to go fly fishing up there. They've got a hell of a salmon run that comes through there. they got a hotel that's right there on the water. I'd love to get outside of Castlegar because oh. they've got a, they've got the water there that is looks very fishy from the highway. But then I'd love to get over to Banff. And you know, spend some time at Lake Louis and and hit those those waters over there. Well, uh, if you're ever in Saskatchewan here, we live two miles from what they call Lake Diefenbaker, which uh, Diefenbaker Lake is an old stream bed that they once dammed back in the I don't know when 30s or the 40s or the 50s, something like that. We have uh, Lake Trout. We have sturgeon fish. The old well, they're about as ugly as the day is long. I've always said if I cut a sturgeon, I'd probably cut the line because it looks like a, you know, um, they get big down a here. dinosaurish figure. Oh, they're huge, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're a, they're a dinosaur fish for sure. I've never caught one, um, yeah. uh, but we don't go out 
for that. There's not really not much. It's a hell of a fight. It's a great story, but I think mm-hmm. to only to only you know keep it. I think you can only keep like a what a two foot section of that of that fish is all that's usable. So to me, that's kind of a waste. Yeah, we're not even allowed to keep them up here. If you catch a sturgeon, you're, you're actually supposed to put it back. Oh, uh, but the, you know, even the jackfish, northern pike, they they put up a hell of a fight. And if you're good with eating fish bones. You're fine. We do mostly mostly catch and release. We'll keep bass for a for a fish fry. Trout, if it's a good sized trout every once in a while, but we're catch and release. We'll sure. let we'll let them grow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, I do it for the sport more than anything now. Usually getting your hands dirty with filling your fish is something that that they don't really take much part in anymore. If I even have time to fish, the boat's been sitting in the shed for I don't know how many years now we haven't had any time to to even use it so yeah it's my dad got rid of his because of that same reason it was sitting there he would take it out maybe yeah. twice a year once for sure when we'd all go camping in uh labor day weekend but really is that a reason to make it a thousand dollars payment for the year to take it out one oh. time he was like no we gotta get exactly. rid of this. <clears throat> thankfully my boat's old and paid for and you know, wore out so it can, it just sits in the shed. And when I want to use it, we take it to two miles down to the river and, and go for a drive. But, you know, since we started the, when we went to Ottawa here, well, 19 months ago or whatever it may be, life has just been totally different. We haven't had, you know, it, it's, it's a struggle to keep up running in a day, but, and it's for the good. We know we've, you know, I spent some time with some people and I heard some nice stories on Saturday about the effect we had on, you know, average people in Canada, and there was a guy that Donnie's his name. He uh, he came up to me, wrote a nice letter for me. When I got home, I read the letter, and it stated in and how you know alcohol had took over his life, pre- you know, prior to the convoy, and uh, suicide was an option that he was thinking about on a regular basis. And when those trucks fired up, and he just found he found hope, and uh, and he chose to to think about the suicide option as not an option. And man, I, I've got, I've got many letters downstairs in my material, my chest there that state the same thing. And we affected a lot of people in this country and it started something in the world. And I can never forget some of the stories that we've heard across the country here in the last while. And it just keeps fueling us and powering us to know that we've made a difference to some people. So no matter what they do to us, they'll never take that from us. Can you use those letters in court to show the good that that you did, or are they just not going to care? They don't care. I don't think they cared to begin with. The government, you know, these people, the reason why they were so close to taking their lives was because of the way the government treated treated them to to begin with, right? And now you've given them hope. Uh, And I hope that that these people that are, you know, that did write you the letters are able to see the, to see the trial, see how you're fighting. And hopefully the outcome comes in in your favor. I mean, I think we're all pulling, pulling for you in that aspect, but I hope that their voices get stronger while you're sitting there. Yeah, any, any they are absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just the public for, you know, the people that are praying for us all across this country. There are, you know, that's that's giving us the motivation to keep fighting. And we'll keep fighting for them. Tamara and I, we're strong and we're still united. And, uh, and we'll be there together to finish what we started here, I guess, right? How can how can we help? Do you still have the merch store? Uh, it's still on my link tree. It's uh, number four or five in the catalog here. I've got some uh, child rescue stuff um, right above yours, but is this link still good? The BigRedMerch.ca. It is, yeah. BigRedMerch.ca. We have uh, my good friend Kim, the one that runs the website uh, and, and designs a lot of the merch. There, there's still there's Big Red hoodies. You know, Big Red's an icon. It's a you know, still my baby, it's sitting out in the shop there. I, I get to walk by it and check it out. I still look at that truck like I did 20 years ago when it was brand new. Um, she's got air fresheners that she just launched here a little while ago with a big red logo on the front of them. Um, there is, uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. There's a lot of stickers. Um, Zippy, my little dog that travels with me wherever he goes, he's got some merchandise up there on the website too. And, and everything that's on that website that's bought goes to, 
to fight for the legal fees and that we still have coming, whether it be the four hundred million dollar lawsuit that we are facing us or the the criminal charges we have right now. Is the gifts and go? Is that able? Are they allowed to collect money for you guys and and distribute it, or is that a, is that a no go as well? Well, Gibson Go is a, is a very, very good organization and I urge anybody to try and support um, them over there. Not so much to GoFundMe after what GoFundMe did to us through the course of the, of the convoy and the donations there. Um, we haven't went down that road for, for fund, fundraising just because of what, you know, we've seen what the government did to them, you know, before. So we've kind of stayed a little bit clear from Gibson Go or GoFundMe or anything. My name will never be associated with anything. GoFundMe again after after the way they acted throughout the, the convoy and the corruption that they showed there. I, I haven't used them either. We've gone other no. other routes other than GoFundMe when when setting up for anything. Um, and then I've had a I've had two people that I've talked out of using them just for that same reason. I don't don't yep. even go down that road to have it even questioned upon you. Just go a different route. There's been a couple of instances in the last year and a half or so where, where there's been a death. Somebody died a little earlier than they should have. And, and I've uh, donated money to GoFundMe, but just I, for the cause, the only reason I did it, and it was a good cause, but definitely not to support GoFundMe one little bit. Uh, not after, And PayPal too. There's so many big corporations out there. I don't think many people know this, but Ms. Tamara Leach was refused service. They canceled her PayPal account because of her political, you know, ideologies. Um, there's so much more that's going to come out when the time comes. As most people know, Tamara can't speak on social media. She's not allowed on any form of social media right now. So her story is pretty quiet, but uh, just the conversations I've had with her in a closed room with lawyers, she's got uh, she's got a lot to say. She's got a book out there now, too. Tamara Leach just holds the line. So if anybody really wants to get into those, they can, they can search that book. I'm gonna write that down. Does that do those uh, proceeds go to her, or does it go to something else? They do. No, this is Tamara's book. She is uh, she's been working with this book through the Democracy Fund for funding her legal funding um, helper, uh, and proceeds go to her legal fight too. So I, I'm waiting for her to get the audio version out of this book so I can actually listen to it going down the highway. I don't just have enough time to sit here and read a book as of late, but <laughs> yeah. she's working on that. She, when the audio version comes out, it'll be in her own voice and I'll be able to listen to it. So as I, as I look behind me, I've got six or seven behind me that I'm, I'm in the process of reading, but it's finding that time to do so. Audio, <laughs> audio would be awesome. <laughs> it will so, be. I'm hoping she's got it done for the, for the three day drive drive that we have out to Ontario here in another week and a half. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to attach, uh, that link to the prologue of this show so they can check it out, um, as well. Uh, please pass the message along to Tamara that I'd love to have her on as soon as all of this is done and she's able to talk. If she wants to come on, I'd love to have her on. For sure. Yeah, I will. I can, uh, I can pass that on to the lawyer communication chat. So I will definitely do that. Okay. Um, we've got bigredmerch.ca to help you out. We've got um, the fundraiser that had already passed. Is there another fundraiser coming, or is it now we're just waiting until you leave for Ottawa? We're just waiting right now, and we're on a waiting list, just just kind of keeping everybody abreast of what's going on here and what we're facing ahead of us. So thoughts and prayers are always welcome. Uh, it's the prayer community that's got us this far through the, through the challenges we've already had, and we greatly appreciate it. How are you holding up mentally-wise? We're strong. If it wasn't, just, it's just been so busy. So, um, you know, the gang season was pretty, I think there's enough hay put up in the loft of the barn there for the next little while here. My father will be down over the winter making sure that he throws a couple squares out the loft of the barn for the horses. You know, it's just getting all the feed in place, getting the water lines blown out, getting the, you know, everything winterized. You know, I've never had to winterize my yard in August before. I usually put plates on the camper till the end of September because we'll do some fall camping and try and relax a little bit, but it's a lot to try and get through. I mean, there was a lot of pressure in the last week here, and then uh, it's going to be one hell of a somber drive when you're leaving the yard here and not knowing you know, you're not coming back for 
for a couple months. I bet. It's different than hitting the road. You know, you're going coast to coast or, you know, picking up something and, and heading to the other side. It's it's This is going to be a different exit from that driveway. Oh, yeah, it will be. Uh, yeah, to go live in an apartment in downtown, you know, not even in Ottawa. We, uh, we can't get in an apartment in Ottawa. We've been deemed a security risk, apparently. So we've got a, an apartment in a nearby community um, outside of Ottawa, which is just fine by me. And, uh, yeah, the concrete jungle. So I have to make sure that the weekends are, are, uh, are running around, you know, the countryside visiting some people. Are you, so, okay. Uh, I was going to ask, are you able to come and go as you, as you please on the weekends or are you have to, do you have to stay in that, in that circle or do they deem you a flight risk or would they have, would they be on you right now for that? If that was the case. Yeah, they would have been on us by now as it is. So, no, we're good that way. We should have weekends. I've got a farming family that lives just outside the city of Ottawa. It'll be com- probably combining corn by that time. So, I'll be out on the weekends helping them combine and running grain shack, basically doing whatever I can to take my mind off the court system during the week. And how else would a guy want to do that other than farming, right? Get behind the wheel. Get those get those yep, wheels turned. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, sir, I appreciate you coming back on, spending a little time with us, um, giving an update, and, and I will put the Tamara's book on. I'll get that, that merch link on for you onto the prologue of the show. Um, please give Tamara our best and you know, our thoughts and prayers to you awesome. in, in this journey. So uh, we're pulling for you down here in the States. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I, I hope that you come out uh, of this all stronger. I hope you come out um, vindicated of what you guys were doing. And I hope that when you leave, you give a middle finger to Trudeau as you're walking out a winner. <laughs> Absolutely. My friend. No, I appreciate you having me on. Um, we can touch base and, and, and give you some updates as we go through the process here. I'm sure did, uh, did, yeah, just reach out to me if you ever want to speak during the trial and after the verdict, we can definitely get together and have a chat and conversation too. Will do. Will do. Um, yeah, if you want to shoot me a text, just kind of give me a, um, you know, a little update here and there. My show comes out on Fridays, you know, and I'll, I'll be able to give a little, a quick little synapse of what you're going through and we can kind of follow along with you if you, if you want to do that. If it's, if you don't have time, don't worry about it. But if you want to, I'll put you on air for those, for those moments. For sure. Yeah, we can keep in touch going forward, my friend. So, Outstanding. Well, thank you again for coming on. Uh, please give your family my best. Um, I would love to say if there's anything that they need, I would be there to help. I think I'm a little out of that jurisdiction. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers are always welcome, man. Like that is uh, seriously what's got us to where we are right now. And we'll be strong. We'll go into this with fighting at us. You know, we've got so many people behind us. We have so much support all across North America. That's exactly what we need. That is that is what you'll get from us. So I appreciate you coming on, sir. Appreciate you. Thanks so much, Lambo. Take care, everyone. Again, thank you, Chris, for coming on the show. Hopefully we can help uh, with some of these legal expenses. Get on to bigredmerch.ca as well as get on to the prologue of the show. Click on the link for the book for Tamara Litch. Hold the line. It will be on Amazon. Uh, again, all of her proceeds go to her legal expenses. I, I, I just cannot believe the the charges that are being dr- brought up against him, and it, it just shows that the the corruption at which, you know, as well as the Canadian citizens, as well as us here in the states, of how our government will do whatever it takes to destroy individual people. These governments do not fear the people anymore. It just, it's because people don't stand up against their government. They do not bring grievance against their government. They take and they take and they take and they take. And the governments get this inflated self of ego that it doesn't matter what I do. I can do anything and I'm going to get away with it. And we're seeing that right now when it comes to Chris Barber. He has charges that should just be a slap on the wrist. Don't do that again. Get out of here. But now they've they've increased them to seven indictable offenses that come with years of time to be served on it. It just, 
it's absolutely mind-blowing. So if we can help them out, bigredmerch.ca to help out Chris. Hold the line, uh, the book by Tamara Leach. And, or uh, Tamara Litch. That'll be on Amazon. And uh, all of the money goes to their legal expenses. Again, uh, for for the it, and and I got to ask this question today or yesterday on TikTok. I may, I created a video, and they the a gal had reached out and said, "Hey, is this just for American citizens?" No, LTD Longhorn Tactical Defense LT Defense dot shop is for everybody all over the world. There are obviously mailing issues and prices that come along with your order, so please get on there and check that out. But it is for Canadian citizens. It's for American citizens. Get on their order. I cannot stress to you the importance that this tactical gear is going to bring you along with the ReadyWise meals. You, We need to have a supply of food. You need to the the everybody who is has enough food for nine months and more, they are in the top one percent of the preppers. Okay? Don't don't be discouraged because you just started a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, and you've only got a, a two week supply or a month supply, whatever. Don't be discouraged. Keep going. Keep going at it. Get your water in line. Get your food in line. Get on to Longhorn tactical and defense get the ready wise meals see how much they are to what you can afford it, 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 that's it, it's pretty easy to see how many servings it is for the cost and then that's how you can you can go about i've got i'm looking at a box right now from another company i've got a box of these ready wise meals coming to me right now that i've that i've placed my order i'm going to have 9 months plus of food for myself and my family Everybody should have extra food on hand, not for end-of-the-world scenarios, not for government tyranny, but for earthquakes, flooding, tornadoes, hurricanes, all of the natural disasters, freezing. I mean, here in my area, we had a, we had a, we had a, a, a frozen, a freezing storm, fro, uh, you know, whatever you want to, however you want to call it, it was bitter cold. And then we had wind behind it, so it knocked down all of those frozen trees on the houses, and we had loss of power for you know seven to seven to fourteen days, depending on what part of town you were at. Those things can happen, and if you don't have a supply of food on hand, a supply of water on hand, cooking sources on hand, i.e., propane tanks for grills or flat cast iron pans, whatever. If you don't have this stuff in place, you're going to starve. If you if if something happens longer than a week and it goes on to a month, you're probably going to die because you don't have enough food on hand, you don't have enough water on hand, you don't have a way to cook the food, purify the water. Those are what you're looking at, and that's just natural disasters. I implore you. I implore you to be ready, be prepared. If you have questions, email the show extralambo at gmail.com. Find me on TikTok, find me on Facebook, extra lambo. Uh, I think my my TikTok is uh, William Bobolinsky. It's account thirty five. It's William Bobolinsky. You'll find me, or else I'll be taken down, and it'll, I'll create some other name. But my link tree is out there, extra Lambo, and I'll help you. Dollar store, go to the dollar store, get pillage the dollar store. They have all sorts of good stuff there, and it's great. It's a great place to start. So message me, message the so, message KY, he'll help you, Renegades Rant Podcast. Um, I know Freedom Stick has his virtual workshop, which it is not uh, going right now. Um, he will uh, maybe get back to that, but it, I'm, I'm sure if, if you are desperate enough, he'd help you as well. So you'd have to find him on Instagram, though, shoot him a message, and he'll help you out. But e- email me, I'll help you out. I'll get you pointed in the right direction. There's the local prepper. There's the Canadian prepper. There's the the blondie uh, blonde prepper. There's all sorts of people out there that are that are willing to help you. So please get get involved or not get involved. Get uh, that information so that you can survive whatever comes our way. I implore you, ltdefense.shop, and that will they will uh, definitely get you set up with your tactical gear as well as the ready wise meals. So. 
that is the show. Um, again, Chris Barber, thank you for coming on. I can't wait to talk to Tamara. Hopefully, uh, she'll be able to, to speak soon. Hopefully, uh, you got everything done at the house and it's all put away and, and winterized and all that good stuff. Wish I could help. Um, wish I could help in these, in these legal stuff matters that are going on, but I, there's nothing that I can do. I'd just be a pretty face sitting there in the courtroom. So, Chris, we're all pulling for you out here, buddy. Um, again, if there's anything you do, please shoot me a text, and I will uh, I'll, I'll drum up something real quick to get it out on the airwaves. So, good luck. Good luck, and thank you. Thank you for fighting for all of us. Thank you for going to Ottawa. Thank you for everything that you've been through because that wasn't just for the Canadian people. That was for everybody. That was for everybody, and we, we thank you. That's been the show. Hit that follow button. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so that every time I post a show, it comes up on the top of your phone. It's been a little extra Lambo. Hit the hit up tomorrow's book. Hit up BigRedMerch.ca. Peace. Peace.